The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I not only say the things I need to say, but the things I think you need to hear. And your feelings, they're not a factor. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. So we're going to start out as we do by saying Josh, Jake, B-Word, Iceman, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tabby, Javier, Fitz, McShane, El Jefe, Craig, El Devlin, and El Morte. Thank you guys for your constant support. You are my people, and I adore you. All right, so here's kind of where I'm at today. Uh, as I sit down to record this, I've been thinking a lot about <sighs> the last couple of weeks I've been ranting about the general stupidity of the population, and it's not it's a subject I can go on about at nauseum and have, and I'm sure I will again. But the simple fact of the matter is I'm actually feeling a little under the weather, so this is going to be a very brief uh, kind of thought. I just wanted to throw something together to put something out so you guys would know I'm okay. It's not that the show's going away. Nothing bad has happened. I'm just a little uh, not feeling great. So this is going to be a very brief little train of thought kind of deal. Anyway, I'll quit babbling and I'll get to it. Um, it's kind of hard for me to focus. Like I said, I'm feeling a little under the weather. But here's the thing. Recently, the... Uh, general population of the U.S. has been doing a lot of things that make me inclined to think they're a bunch of stupid motherfuckers and need to be treated as such. And I carried on about that ad nauseum last week, talking about how massive mindsets of groupthink is really just shooting this country in the ass. And I was thinking about that some more recently. And as much as I harp on the younger generation for being a bunch of young, stupid motherfuckers, primarily because they are a bunch of young, stupid motherfuckers, and they're arrogant, and they're headstrong, and it's symptomatic of the age to a certain extent. However, our society's gotten so permissive where we're letting them get away with it, and we're and, and the powers that be, the old geriatric cocksuckers that should all be put out to pasture are actually actively encouraging it because they know the middle-aged people like the you know mid to late Gen Xers and the early millennials are not going to fall for their shit anymore and are really starting to get fed up with the situation so they have to push the you know young stupid motherfuckers that are easily manipulated into leveraging their numbers against their older generation because it's the only way the decrepit old fucks are going to maintain power but this is none of this is new. This is all shit I've complained about already. Again, writ large, I've talked about all of these problems. The thing that occurred to me the just in the last few days leading up to the time of this recording is there was something, actually Chris Rock said it years ago, uh, but he was speaking more of a certain specific subset of people, but the concept of not knowing shit and he said, you know, that, and I'm not going into the bit. If you want to look it up, just Google Chris Rock not knowing. That's it. I'm not going into detail. It's just not worth the headache of. Anyway, um, but it's not necessarily that people love not knowing shit, but it's more that we as a society have gotten complacent about it. 
you've gotten people that are perfectly comfortable not knowing what the fuck they're talking about. They are very strongly opinionated with very minimal actual information. And part of that's the whole transition of people trying to prioritize feelings over facts, which is not, nor will it ever be a practical or realistic or effective way to look at life and to go through life because emotions are short-sighted, dumb, and basically useless in the overall scheme of creating lasting, impactful change. I mean, yes, under the guise of something where you're emotionally motivated, you can do massive things. But you don't think, if you're acting emotionally, you're not thinking long-term. You're not thinking in terms of consequences. You're thinking of the immediate results. And that's all, all those kind of behaviors are really good for. Emotional reactions are great in a short-term scenario, but there are always second- and third-order consequences to them that you don't even begin to factor in and when you let your emotional state rule your, your, your behaviors. And... We've gotten to a point where since we encourage people, you know, embrace your emotions, how you feel is what's the truth. Embrace your truth. First off, there's no such thing as your fucking truth. There's the truth and there's every fucking thing else. Now, that's not a very popular sentiment with a lot of people, but frankly, I don't give a fuck. The, there is objective truth and there is your opinions. There is your feelings. And maybe sometimes those things will coalesce those things will align those things will be the same thing but as often as not objective truth doesn't give a fuck about your feelings because object it's it, it's objective it is what is how you feel about it's not going to change it your emotional state as a result of the truth is not going to change what is true it may change how you process it it may change how you react to it it may change whether or not you're willing to accept it but it doesn't change what it is and objectively, people are, like I said, they're just more willing. They're more comfortable to just go, you know what? Yeah, I don't really know much about this. I know how it makes me feel. I'm going to speak on it, but I, I, I don't really know more than a surface level. I, I know whose opinions make me feel good about myself, and that's the opinions I'm going to echo because they validate my emotional responses. They make me feel like I know more than I do because they tell me what I want to hear. And once again, I already kind of touched on this. I, I've touched on this plenty of times in the past. I've touched on it multiple times. I'm sure I will come back to it because it keeps happening. It keeps pissing me off. It keeps being something that is literally going around fucking up the program. That people are willing to embrace a degree of, you know, not knowing, not caring, not paying attention to the truth because it makes them feel better. Because we've spent decades mollycoddling this weakness that is in place. And it's, it's, it's so much more dangerous than anyone is willing to admit that even slightly subscribes to it. Because again, it, I, I honestly believe as humans, we are hardwired to a certain extent to certain understandings. And that, I think, creates a lot of the fucked up issues in people, these fucked up senses of self-worth, self-loathing, the constant whining about societal problems because, they're, because of their own fucking shortcomings and inadequacies. And again, it comes back to this willingness 
to accept those shortcomings and those inadequacies instead of working on them because working on them is hard saying, you know what, this is just the way it is. And that's all I can be is fucking easy. It's the lazy approach to life. And I really, I don't understand how we got to a point where this is not only, you know, the common thread, but it's actively encouraged in so many fucking people, the fucking people that are trying to change who they claim their identity is because they are unable to succeed as who they are. And I'm, I'm being very specific here and you can call me a turf or whatever the fuck you want or, you know, a transphobe or anything else. But when I'm saying, if you are born a biological male and you go to compete in female athletics competitions and because those are the ones you can dominate, particularly if you had competed previously as a male and just realized you couldn't fucking cut it. So instead of working harder and trying to be better to compete against people that have the same biological standing as you do, you decide, well, no, I feel like this now because that's the only way I can be fucking successful. I don't want to put in the hard work. I mean, yes, I'm not saying these men who are claiming to be women so they can win competitions don't put in more work than, say, you, me, or the average motherfucker that sits around and drinks beer and watches TV on a Friday night instead of fucking eating boiled cod and fucking rice and then going and riding a bike for 95 fucking miles. Yeah, no, they're definitely in better shape than your average motherfucker. But on a competitive playing field, on an even playing field, they're they're not cutting it. And some of them, it's just no matter how hard they fucking work, they hit that barrier. They hit that maximum. And the objective reality of it is you're never going to be any better than that. That's the physical peak you are capable of accomplishing. And it's not good enough to win. So what do you do? You go somewhere where the people who are at their peak physical level cannot hope to fucking compete. And, and we encourage this shit. We're okay with it. We're okay with this mediocrity and this apathy towards objective reality. The complete lack of concern about the fact that these people go through life flat out denying things that are facts, things that are the truth. and. It's not just the the people, the trans athletes. And again, I have no issue with people wanting to be something if they're not feeling right. If they want to make the accommodations to live their best lives as adults, that is well within their rights. And I think they should be able to do that. And, you know, more power to you. Do you, boo-boo. You don't really have any right to force me to partake in your in your personal identity, but you need to be secure enough to not give a fuck what I think about you. That's, I know that's hard for a lot of people. It's, it's not easy sometimes for me. Sometimes I actually give a shit what people think of me, believe it or not. Um, not real often. And it's a lot of that's contextual. Um, I'm definitely my own harshest critic. I'm definitely harder on myself than pretty much anybody else has the capacity to be. Um, I mean, my, my own worst, hate comes from within. I guarantee it. As many people as I might piss off with the things I say and the things I do, they got nothing on the internal dialogue that goes on in my fucking head because I have those same shortcomings and failings and emotional reactions as everybody else. I choose not to let them dominate my fucking existence because if they did, I would be no better than some of these assholes that are having breakdowns because they got misgendered because they don't look like what they feel like. And nobody knows what a fucking Zer looks like, you know, and 
yeah, I choose not to have that particular character flaw that is saying, well, you know, I'm going to be fragile and delicate because uh, external validation is all I have. I don't like myself and I don't feel right. So I need the rest of the world to tell me I'm good enough and I'm okay because I am lacking some particular core of character and, and strength of personal fiber to be able to say, you know what? I, you don't agree with me. I don't fucking care. And the ironic thing is so many of these apathetic motherfuckers who have no interest in bettering themselves, they only want the rest of the world to do the work for them and do the heavy lifting. So many of these motherfuckers want to pretend like they don't give a shit what society thinks. They're edgy. They're outlandish. They're different. They're unique. They're on the edge. They are not willing to live by your norms and your standards, and you will accept them for who they are, goddammit. But they say the words. They mouth the, the phrases. They try and do outlandish things to draw attention to themselves. They go for shock value, which is no longer shocking because we have reached a point in our society where you can pretty much do or say fucking anything shy of walking around with your your naughty bits completely exposed and diddling livestock in public to just not have any real impact on people you oh my god you're covered in tattoos and piercings who gives a fuck oh my god you have some wild hair cutter you're bald or you you have some fucked up hair color good for you and the long and the short of it nobody fucking cares anymore and in some ways, I think that's a wonderful thing. I think the overly conservative, buttoned-down, super stressed-out, uptight motherfuckers, that was not the way either. I mean, all things in moderation, balance, you know, it's, you can't be too extreme in one regard or the other because, and this is something we as a species have demonstrated over and over and over again, is after you go too far to one extreme, the fucking pendulum swings back the other way. You, if we still were the kind of people that studied history. People would be able to look back and see this and understand this pendulum swings and it swings fucking hard. It gains momentum and it shifts as it goes through the years. And you go from super, super hedonistic, ridiculous, no laws, no gods, no masters, no, no, no anything to a brief period of balance and moderation where everything is okay. And everybody just kind of does their own thing and leaves everybody the fuck alone to the other extreme, to the other side of the swing. And you get super ultra conservative and you get deep, deep ultra controlling, like fascist or, you know, theocratic or monarchic monarchic. Ugh, I can't talk monarchistic approaches towards everything has to be controlled and locked down and uptight and nothing is acceptable and nothing is okay other than these very specific strictures that are in place. And every cultural movement, you see this. Every fucking society, you see these patterns. If you have the wherewithal to fucking look and the actual concern and consideration where you are going to objectively look at facts and look at history and even with history, you have to take everything with a grain of salt because history is written by the winners and the other histories that are written by the losers historically don't hang around because the winners like to sanitize things and make their version of history what actually happened. But even with that, and we're entering approach where we're, uh, a period of time where that's being done at 
a scale that has never been seen to our knowledge because if history has been erased this thoroughly in the past, there's no record of it. It's been erased. But there's always, you know, whispers and rumors and, and gossip will linger because, again, it's human nature. But people don't want to understand human nature. They just want to be sanctimonious and self-righteous and right regardless of the truth. And so we're going to see this, you know, and we're already starting to see it in certain respects where there's pushback against a lot of things going on culturally. Um, you know, the ultra, ultra, super liberal, everything's okay, and we're going to tell you you're good enough and you're smart enough and everything else, regardless of performance, has really started to lose traction. And it's kind of funny because you can watch the political figures who are pushing, still pushing the shit to this day and not realizing, I'm, they, they, they cater to young, indifferent, apathetic motherfuckers who are arrogant and cocky and headstrong and pander to them in just this desperate grasp to maintain their power. And you've got the other people that see the general tide is starting to shift a little bit that are trying to jump on board like we're going to take things back to traditional values and, and, and they're, gonna, they're the ones that start to shift that momentum. And again, it's like a pendulum. It reaches an apex of its swing. And then as it starts to go back down towards the center of the, of the, the sweep and the, the very low point of the pendulum swing, it picks up momentum and speed and it carries it way past that back to the other zenith. And it gets to that level and it slows and stalls out and comes back down and swings back again. And we get these brief periods where we're at the very bottom in the very middle where everything is just right and if we were a little more rational a little more mature as a species we would all be able to realize that this is what always happens it's patterns it's human nature it's the way things are and there's always a subset of motherfuckers that realize this and try to capitalize on it to aggrandize and grab their own power while they can and you'll hear people talking about things like in the u.s government how they say it's basically a uniparty where it's people that are playing both sides against the fucking middle so they can maintain their power. And those are people that get it. Those are people that understand the mob is volatile. The mob is mercurial. They, they are back and forth and it, they don't want to settle into a peaceful location. It, I mean, move, movement is life and stagnation is death and, and a lot of ways. And, so you keep the people stupid. You keep them from looking at things too critically and you keep that momentum going and you try and just ride it out. And, um, yeah. And like I said, you, you just encourage that willful ignorance to only listen to your sources. And now everything, things coming out, the government has been actively censoring things and trying to control the media to maintain things. And Elon Musk has brought a lot of this to the forefront and you've got politicians and like Al Gore has come out and said, Oh, well, this is a problem because if we can't, we need to control what people say because otherwise it's a threat to our democracy. No, it's a threat to their power base because they don't want critical thinkers. They don't want an informed population. They want little good people that are going to do what they're told so they can keep that momentum swinging in the direction that is favorable to them at the moment. And uh, they need to be able to control the narrative so they can keep that inertia going until they see the pendulum starting to stall out and then they start pushing it the other way. And you'll see them, the professional parasites, like, oh, you know, we were always, I was always on board with this. I just had to play the game or we, uh, this is how I always felt, but, or I'm changing my stance because I have grown and learned as an individual to see this new way is right and blah, blah, blah. And there's always something that 
know, keep us in, keep us in play, keep us in charge, keep us in, in running the show and being good. And it's just, it's, this, this brings me to the whole point of this rambling rant, I guess, is it frustrates me that there are people out there that are so willing to be apathetic about their, their lack of knowledge. People that know they're unaware of a deeper grasp of these things and just don't fucking care. Oh, well, you know, somebody out there will tell me what I'm supposed to think and what I'm supposed to believe, what I'm supposed to feel. And I'm going to pick the people that tell me the things that make me feel good. And I'm going to go against the people that tell me things that don't make me feel good, that make me question my self-worth or my self-value or my core being or my whole identity that is wrapped up in saying, this is what I am. And, and anything that makes me question that must be bad because it doesn't make me me. I might have to start reevaluating that all my fuck-ups are actually my fault. I might have to start reevaluating that the reason I'm not happy is because I don't like me. Maybe the reason I'm not happy is because on some deeper level, I'm aware that I'm not actually a useful contributing member of society. I'm just kind of fucking going through the motions. And I, I actually, part of me really likes the fact that the term NPC has been started to be applied to people because it's it's accurate in a lot of ways, and it kind of brings forth the idea, which is something I've been saying for years in one way, way, shape, or form or another, that everyone thinks they're the main character. Everybody thinks the story is about them, but they all take for granted the fact that they the way they feel about everybody else is the same way that everybody else feels about them. You're not the main character in anybody's story except your fucking own. And the sooner you realize that, the better you feel. And that applies to everybody from the fucking president of the United States down to the fucking busboy that is here sleeping on a floor making $3 an hour because he came across the wide open border with 10,000 of his closest buddies. And he's sitting there trying to make his best life living in some fucking area that he doesn't know anybody has no friends nobody speaks the language he has no real resources no connections and winter is coming and he's never seen fucking snow before so you know just i guess you know food for thought oh what can we do about it we can try and teach people we can try and lead by example be be better do better you know engage your critical thought encourage critical thought show people the merit of looking deeper than just by yourself and shit i guess for now that's what i had to say thanks for listening to another episode guys if you liked what you heard leave a comment leave a review leave a rating go to i had to say podcast.com sign up for the mailing list interact with the show click the links sign up for the patreon join the discord come and interact be a part of the show Buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.